You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. No guests. No calls. And no real content. All right, 503, it is a Friday morning. It's the warm-up show. Here we are, November 6, 2020. Still no idea who's going to be the president come uh, January 21st, 2021. His name is Albert Hughes Dukes. He could be the next president if he so chose, but we didn't write him in, and uh, he didn't run for office. So instead, he will sit in his condo in Bradley Beach, overlook the Atlantic Ocean, pet his dog, and we say good morning. Hi, Al. Oh, good morning, Jerry. I did all those things today. I contemplated becoming president of the United States. First, I thought maybe mayor of Bradley Beach. You know, they haven't even figured that out yet. Like, not just the Really? Yeah, not just the— They couldn't count the, the 800 votes? <laughs> well, actually, they, they counted 900-something votes, but they said they still have another half to go. Oh, my God. Isn't that unbelievable? Like, yeah, this is um, this has been a bizarre year, and why not end it this way? It's one thing to go, you know, when the when the the score is seventy million to sixty nine million, but but when it's like you know we haven't even got hit a thousand votes, <laughs> you count them. You're not wrong. It is a it is amazing. We were both wrong on this three different times about when we would about, know. Yeah, about when we would know when the president was. Yeah, pretty much. And what's funny is because of the ebbs and flows of it, and the way the voting structure has gone and you know what the trend is you see certain people conceding or being congratulated you go okay it's done and then you look nope not done yet like it's really it's really something and every uh i you know i go on twitter to see what's going on and uh, all of president trump's tweets are being deleted by twitter you could see them they'll say like we will not show you this tweet because we believe it's false information kind of odd that the twitter is uh Censoring people. Why doesn't Twitter censor all the sports fans that say stupid things to us? Yeah, fake Adam Schefters and things like that. Let me ask you a question fake about news. about sports fans. All right. And this Listen, this might be way over the top, and if it is, stop me and I'll move on. So today is Joe B's last day as a full-time talk show host, and I, I, I don't know. How about, that? How about I, that? I I hope that Joe does some shows from Florida, and maybe he will during football season. I'm not sure how that's going to go, but I certainly hope that's the case. Because I love his voice on this radio station. But, you know, Mike and the Mad Dog changed the way, or really, I don't want to say introduce sports talk radio because that's not true. I know Art Rush Jr. did a, like a nightly show or a weekly show. There was sports talk in some capacity before WFAN existed, but it, even, was, it was limited. Even John Sterling did a talk show yes, in Atlanta. Right. It, but it, it was limited, though. It wasn't the 24 hour format like no. we have now. And there Mike were and, nighttime shows. Yes. Mike and the Mad Dog and this radio station completely changed that. Do you think, now I listen to the station, I've known Joe since 1995. Joe, to me, was the first of his kind of a caller getting a show 
and becoming very successful at it. And when you look at sports radio now, I feel like it is more sports fan driven as hosts more so than sports journalists as hosts. Would you agree with that? So you're saying there's more Joe Beningos today than there were when Joe Beningo so. became Joe Beningo? Yeah. I, like I, I, to me, I look back, I've thought about this the last couple of days because we're playing all the promos about Joe's final, final Joe's week. Joe's final and, days. Yeah. And I, to me, he has his story has changed at least some part of the landscape of sports radio in the last 25 years. Yes. Would you agree with that? I would agree with that 100%. Oh, good. Look at me. Right, that's so all. a good job by you, Jerry. <laughs> Jerry, are we going to count today as Summer Friday? You said, yes, right? We were allowed to say Summer Friday 73 today. 73 and sunny Summer Friday, no Ooh, doubt. And the whole weekend's supposed to be gorgeous. very nice. Yeah, 72 gorgeous. tomorrow, 73 Sunday. So get out there and vote. Uh, you could be a do beautiful that. Beautiful weather. That's been done. Or you could get out there and, you know, like play golf, or you could go gardening. You could take your shirt off, go to the beach. Take your dog for a walk. My boys have a baseball tournament this weekend. So a lot of different things we could do. If you're not going to go out and vote, the least you could do is go out and count votes and help us, everyone, get to the point where we know what's going on. I'm going to pass on that. Let's get it. Uh, that seems like the worst job. Can I be like, what What was I up to when I grabbed that last box? What was the number? What do you think would be worse this confused. weekend? Do you think it would be worse to be the people counting the votes or worse to actually be someone that wants to sit there and watch them count votes? I think counting the votes is worse. You'd rather sit there and watch someone yeah. count Why? Because you'd heckle them? No, but it's like it's funny. It's like, it's like watching paint dry. That's like watching people count votes. <laughs> I like I'd be, that. I'd be like, I think you missed the number. Why don't we change that phrase? From uh, watching paint dry yes. to watching people count votes for no the presidential more watching election. Paint dry. From now on, when you're bored, God, this is like watching people count votes. Count votes. All right. That's fair. Let's see if we got that rolling. Jerry, yesterday I mentioned to you how uh, when I took the dog out at 3.30 a.m., I saw a fox. Yes, today. A wild fox. Today you saw a wild boar? No, that would have been something else. But uh, I did see where we saw the fox yesterday is an area where we where I walk the dog quite a lot. So yesterday after the show when I went to take the dog to that area where the fox was, I saw a, a rabbit who clearly ran into the fox yesterday. Why? Because it was uh, beaten and mauled? It was a scattered Ew. around the street. Wait, wait. There wait. Were, the, the bunny was? The bunny was, yeah. Dead. Yeah, oh, yeah. And in oh. multiple parts. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. So my dog likes to smell everything. She has smelled dead birds. She'll smell anything she can get her nose near. She wants to smell it. And all's fine. She, I let her smell everything. So she goes over to the uh, parts of the bunny that were strewn around the sidewalk. Right. Smells it and then eats a piece. Well, why'd you let it get so close? That's what they do. They put their nose as close as possible. You're a man. Pull it away and keep walking. Well, uh, I wanted her to observe what was going on. I didn't think she was going to eat the rabbit because she's like smelled uh, dead birds before. She doesn't eat the birds. But it's an yeah. animal. You have yeah, to assume ate. it might eat the carcass. Well, I will now. I will now. I did not assume previously. Ugh. Yeah. A big a big ball of bunny fur she ate. Okay. Yeah, and I was like, oh. And I tried to get it out of her mouth, and she swallowed it really quick. You kissed that dog on the mouth yet? Well, she kisses me, but I don't reciprocate You don't kiss back? Because the there are not people the that will kiss their dog on the mouth. Yeah. Eddie yes. is raising his hand. He's one. Oh, <laughs> My good uncle. Lord. My uncle, who loves when I repeat that story on the radio, 
My uncle, I used to see him kiss his dog on the lips. Yeah. That's you know, that's a bit much. Mm-hmm. You want to pet your dog? Pet your dog. You want to kiss it on top of the head? That's yeah. Fine. That's what I kiss do. It kiss on the her mouth. What are you I kiss doing? her on top of the head and Ugh. kiss her on the cheek, and I go, Who, "You're a good girl, whimsy girl." Now the thing about this: that. next time, next time, whimsy decides to lick you in weird spaces. That's a that's a part of him or her yeah. that was eating dead carcass. I do think of that. Yeah, I hope so. I do think of it. Well, you've come a long way. Yeah, the, the, she's helping me overcome my fear of uh, of what germs and things is this true yeah a little bit because i if, if a dog ate a rabbit prior so have, has your all right but has your behavior changed in any other way other well, than like when you're around her um gina tells me i'm much calmer now that i'm not commuting into new york city well that's changing soon but that's yeah. fine that, that, right. that, that i don't think the dog has anything to do with that as much as you for seven months which is awesome have been home working yeah, and I think for a lot of people, I think that's been very good for them. But that's not the dog. That that circumstance and you just being home. I mean, mm-hmm. like when you go out, do you like if you got on a plane, would you not wipe down the seat anymore because whimsy has calmed? No, you? I would still be my same self. There. Right. So I think you're right. The whole germ thing is because you are with her. Mm-hmm. She is part of your solo family. Right. And it's you, too. It's us against the world, Jerry. Yes. That's what they tell and, her well, in the morning. It's, it's you two against the foxes and the dead rabbits. And a possum I also saw. And a possum. Those uh, good news also, in preparations for my return to New York City eventually, I did meet with a dog walker yesterday. Oh, good. How'd that go? Yeah, it went well. Was that going to run you? 20 bucks a walk. That's the going rate. Uh, I, I priced it out over many different places. Uh, okay. Twenty bucks is is the rate. How many uh, dogs does he or she have? Like, is is your dog going to get, you know, priority? Like, she'll get good work? treatment because uh, of my early hours. I'll need a walk around eight o'clock, okay. and most people are, go to work around eight o'clock. They need their walk in the mid afternoon. Okay, so this is uh, added work for this dog walker. Yeah. All right. I think everything went well. Jerry, every week now on Fridays, I don't know if you've caught on, but we play something called Al and Jerry's Cool Games of the Weekend, where I well, asked no, we you. We started it last week, yeah. No, I think we've done it two or three weeks, Jerry. Uh, we I'm, did it one week. <laughs> here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you the uh, quickly the games this weekend, NFL games. You're going to go You're going to go cool, not cool. Okay, I like and this. And I'll give, do the same. Ready? Uh, Jerry, Texans-Jaguars, is that a cool game? Oh, God, move on. No. Not cool. Uh, Giants-Washington, cool game, Jerry? I'm sorry to say, but no. Not a cool game. I'll watch it, but no. All right, not cool. I got a cool one for you. This is my first cool game of the week, Jerry. Ravens-Colts. See, the problem is you just influenced my thinking. That's fair. Ravens-Colts, Jerry, do you think that's a cool game this week? Yes. It is, right? Yes. You know, I have no idea the Colts are 5-2. and two. Yeah, they've played well. Yeah, but and they're like they quietly. Could be six I think Philip Rivers imploded in one game that they lost. They could be six and one. But I feel like they're quietly five and two. Like they are because you know why? Because it's not the Ravens. You know, it's not. You know, everybody expects certain. Like the Steelers are seven and zero. Oh. Baltimore right, the people Chiefs. expect to be good. The Chiefs you expect to be in the Super Bowl. And there are the Colts just kind of doing their people that have big high expectations for the Bills. Right. And the Colts are just kind of going about their business. I call them an under-the-radar team. I like that. I'm, I'm with you on that one. So our first cool game of the week, Ravens at Colts. Yes. What about Lions-Vikings? Is that a cool game, Jay? Oh, good Lord, no. That's a no. I agree. Uh, Bears-Titans. Now, in theory, it should be. <laughs> right. The problem is both teams bore me. Yes. So 
Yes, but not for me. Is that a, right. Can I say yes, but not for me? I'd say overall it's a good game on paper, but it doesn't feel like a cool game. No, this it feels is a like cool it would be game. Torture to watch it. This is we're, all we're looking at here, Jerry, is the cool factor. That's not a cool game. Although I will say Derrick Henry is pretty cool to watch. I do love the Derrick problem Henry. with this matchup is the Bears. I, I wanna, just don't like watching the Bears play football. I want to see him stiff arm and fools. That's all I'm here for now when I watch a Titans games. I want to see Derrick Henry stiff arm and fools right out of bounds. He might these, do that. These little punk cornerbacks that I'll weigh 140 cool. pounds. The Derrick Henry highlights will be cool from this game. Oh, that's a great idea, Jerry. Just watch the highlights because you don't want to watch the Bears offense. They're I, terrible. I don't. I think they're awful. Jerry, is this a cool game? Panthers-Chiefs. It's intriguing because Christian McCaffrey is supposed to be back, and the Chiefs are always fun to watch. So, yes, I will say that's a cool game, even though I expect the Chiefs to win by 90 points. I agree. Chiefs, no matter who they're playing, is a cool game. Yep. Seahawks-Bills. It is. I'm intrigued by that. That game's oh. in Buffalo, correct? It is. That game is in Buffalo. I You're like calling that, game. that a cool game of the yeah, week? Yeah, I think so. Alan, Jerry, cool Very, game very intriguing game. Yes, cool game. All right. Uh, here's one. Uh, Broncos-Falcons. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Raiders-Chargers. Raiders. I'm going to come back. Pass. I'm going to come back to that one. Next. You want to come back? Yeah. Uh, Dolphins-Cardinals. Tua, game again, number two. See, again, is this intriguing? is one that is should cool? be. Should be cool. But I'm not interested. Yeah, you're right. You know what? You know what this game is? Not a cool game. Not an Alan Jerry cool game of the week, but I'd be interested in the highlights. Yeah. Uh, give me the highlight package. Kyler Murray, Tua, all that. Yeah. But uh, I don't know that I want to sit down and watch three hours of that. Would you be interested, Jerry, in sitting down and watching Steelers Cowboys? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> cool game. Oh, boy. You're, that's a cool game of the week, an undefeated team. Versus a disaster. Someone that doesn't know who's playing quarterback yet on Friday before the game. <laughs> what What about this thinking, though, Jerry? Would you look at it this way? The Steelers don't know who to prepare for a quarterback, and that could be something that what? hurts them. No, next. <laughs> they don't know, Jerry. Are they going to get Here's, they're preparing Gilbert for Godfried? Oh, no, it's not Gilbert Godfried. It's Garrett Gilbert. Garrett Gilbert, or are they going to get... Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. Who C.D. Who- Lamb didn't even know his name. <laughs> The wide receiver on the Cowboys didn't know the quarterback? I mean, he did, but he kind of, you know, he was going through which quarterback it might be. And then he's like, yeah. and then it's uh, Cooper. Um, oh, geez, Cooper what's something his name? or other. Yeah, Cooper Rush. There's a fellow named Cooper around here taking some snaps. Oh it might God. be him. Good Lord. Saints Buccaneers, Sunday night yes, football. Of course, absolutely. That's a cool game of the week for sure. And then finally, Jerry, the Monday night game, Jets Patriots. Is that a cool game of the weekend? All right, it's 517. It's Alan Jerry. No. It's the warm up show. All Not right, really. So we got a handful of cool games. We'll take you until 6 o'clock. Boomer NGO, then right here on the fan. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Alan Jerry, this is the new normal. All right, 522, what do you say? It's the warm-up show on a summer Friday, 72 and sunny today. It is going to be spectacular. Al Duke's enjoying the summer Fridays and the extended summer, at least uh, the summer kind of makes a reappearance. Hey, real quick, have you seen the numbers for the voting in Georgia yet? I have not. 
So what is going on there, Jerry? There are so this is I mean, you want to talk about tight race. I mean, this is nuts. So as of five twenty two, which is a minute ago, the numbers for Georgia are ridiculous. Biden has two million four hundred and forty nine thousand three hundred and seventy one votes. Trump has two million four hundred and forty eight thousand four hundred and fifty four votes. They are like seven hundred and eight hundred votes apart. So you're saying it's a close race. Out of 5 million people, there's only a difference of about 800 votes. That, to me, is amazing. Yes. And Joe Jurgensen, she got 61,000 votes in Georgia. Joe Jurgensen? Yeah, I don't know who she is, but yes. She That's pretty good for a writing candidate. Normally you get one right in, like that uh, Connor Cook, he wrote us in for election board yes. in some town. Board we put that's probably, or something. probably the only votes we got. By the way, Kanye West got like 100,000 votes. Yeah, well, that's just people being that's stupid. Scary. Well, it's just people going like, I don't like either candidate. I'm going to waste my vote and vote for Kanye West. Or you could have voted for Joe Jorgensen. Or Joe Jorgensen, if you are in Georgia. In Georgia, yes. Jerry, there was a Thursday night football game, which uh, when I'm looking at the score here, the Packers beat the Niners 34-17. That is a 17-point difference. That game really was 34-3 for 98% of the game. It was a blowout right from the start. Yeah, the Niners scored two kind of, oh, by the way, touchdowns late in the fourth quarter. So that game really should have been 34-3. But uh, that Aaron Rodgers, I was watching all the highlights this morning, nice highlight package. If you miss these games, if you go on YouTube and just type in Packers 49ers. You get like a 15-minute oh, every play highlight. You get really? every play of the game, essentially. Yeah. Maybe one or two duds, but it's an, it's an amazing uh, thing. You really get a feel for the game. Yes, you do. He is Aaron Rodgers looks so looks like he's operating in slow motion in a good way, so smooth. The way he rolls out, he's calm, cool, and collected. He was he was dropping balls right to uh, Dante Adams, Devonte Adams. Adams. <laughs> this is what I was saying, Devonte, <laughs> right there, Jerry. And that dude thinks he's the best wide receiver in football. Well, it's hard to argue with him after last night. Someone asked him if he was, and he said, "Fair to say." I would say it is fair to say. Fair to say I'm one of the best. He didn't say fair to say I'm one of the best in football. Someone asked him if he's the best wired receiver, and he said that was fair to say. Yeah, I don't. I'm, are you going to argue with him? Uh, not me, Jerry. Who do you the think? The Niners. Think, uh, who do you think the, the best receiver in football? I'll go with him. him. I'm going with him. Now, listen, a big part of that is who's throwing you the ball. Yes. But, I mean, those two. I mean, was it 10 for 173 last night? I mean, Jesus. That is really something. Yeah, 10 catches, 173, and a touchdown. Think about that. Golden Tate has uh, seen like three passes in three games. This guy caught 10 of them last night. (laughs) (laughs) And only one touchdown. I kind of felt like he should have had more touchdowns. And I think if you total them up, I think the Jet receivers as a team only have 10 receptions this season. (laughs) That seemed like a no-brainer last night. Like They were only... uh, they were only favored by seven. Yeah, I I agree with you. And you had, had been home, I probably yeah. would have done something. I actually I did bet that game just because it seemed so ridiculous. The Niners had everybody hurt. The Packers were coming off that loss to the Vikings. Did you bet at least a thousand dollars? No, I bet fifty dollars. All right, fifty dollars. I won, won ninety six dollars. Right. Well, I guess I really well, only won forty six dollars. Right. Yeah. But that, yeah, I but, agree. It's like a sure thing. That seemed like a sure thing to me. I, I even had people reaching out on Twitter. They were like, this seems like a sure thing. What am I missing here? And I was like, I agree. Bet it. Sure thing. That to me was also like when we discussed like the Chiefs. If you're if you're someone that has a ton of money, the Chiefs were like, what, 
if I remember, like minus a million to beat the Jets. Yeah. The other day was the yeah. And uh, you sit there and say, you know what? If you've got it, why don't you put $500,000 on the Chiefs? It's easy money. <laughs> right. Do seems it. like easy money. And that was the money line. I don't even mean the points. Forget the right. seven money line points. Just to beat them. That's an yeah. easy payday. Although, you know, as Chris Berman would say, Jerry, that's why they play the games. No, Sometimes case, it, it happens. wasn't why they played the games. They, they played the games because they had to. The Jets had no chance to win that game. None. And somebody, as a couple of people, I posted my parlay video yesterday. A couple of people asked why I didn't pick the the Jets to lose like I do every week. I don't trust the Patriots. They're just a weird team. They are a very strange team. And what's that spread? Seven? Seven? I don't and know. A half, yeah, I think? I think that was the problem. Is I don't trust the. I, I I think they'll beat the Jets, but I don't trust the. What's the spread? I don't trust the spread, Jerry. No, I listen. I don't. I don't blame you. I actually understand exactly where you're going with that, and that's the Monday night game too. You got to wait yeah. then for the video until exactly. Monday night, and that's kind of a pain. Games at MetLife Stadium. There's zero home field advantage. There's no fans there, and the Patriots are a weird. T- You've got people out there that literally think that Tom, uh, that Tom Brady, that Bill Belichick, is going to try and lose games now. So you know he. There are people that believe he's going to try and lose Monday night to screw the Jets right. for Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> That's funny. And you know what's crazy about that? While I don't agree with it, I wouldn't be stunned if there was some truth to it. That's awesome. I'm looking at the uh, – yeah, it's a seven-point spread right now. Okay. Patriots. Uh, one of the things when you watch this highlight package that's on YouTube, it's put out by the NFL. Um, it, when, they, when, they, when they do a bunch of plays where you're missing all the dead spots – I caught on to something that Joe Buck says quite a lot, and maybe I'm just now noticing this and others have noticed it over the, over time. Yeah, When a guy catches a ball or gets out in the open field, he says so-and-so is making moves. I never noticed that before. Oh, he does it. He did it all game. He's it's funny to watch moves. it. Making the Devontae Adams make, uh, makes the catch. He's making moves. Is he a fan of Dan and Carteret? Because doesn't he make moves at the stadium? Yeah. Well, back when we used to be able to go to games, Dan and Carteret would buy a cheap ticket at Yankee Stadium, make moves down to the bougie seats. I wonder what it would be like now if you can make moves. So the NBA is coming back on, on December 22nd, and they are hopeful of putting people in suites, which is great. I think you can because usually you go with people you know. So I think that's a good right. idea. But I'm looking at, you know, limited capacity at games, which I'm sure will be something like 25%. Do you think if you can get a ticket to these games, you'll be able to make enough moves to have a better seat? Or do you think no. that seats are going to be, like, marked off? Yeah, marked off. Yeah, Restricted so seats. Too. Tough I, to make moves. Yeah, I think you're going to be stuck sitting in the seat you're in. You're not going to be able to slip and usher a couple of bucks. How about me and you go to the first Raptors game at the Rock? Oh, Raptors you, at the Rock. That. Would you do that? Probably not. I'll be Why honest. I'll say doing? now I'm interested because it's so a ways away. But the moment, the week it was coming up, I'd be looking at my calendar going, why did I agree to go to the Rock? How about, a, all right, how about this? A Thursday night, 7 p.m. game. Weekend is there. Limited seating. Limited edition. And you can, and I'll even say this. You can leave at halftime. A halftime leave. I'm in a box. I got a box. No, we're getting seats and we're oh, going to watch seats the game. Like real people. Limited capacity. I'll think about it, Jerry. I don't know right now. I, I can't see I myself. I can't get you to commit to go to a Raptors I don't think I could. I mean, I could commit now, but I'm only going to cancel on I mean, you, and it would be like rude. It's not like I asked you to go to Barclays Center, which I know you've got no Right, that chance. I'm not doing. The Rock is easy in, easy out. You'll yeah. be home in f- 50 minutes. I'm not thrilled about minutes. cruising around Newark, I'll be honest with you. How about you. this? If you're still working from home, will you commit to it? Yes, that's fair. All right, good. Because I know that's not happening. So, okay. 
But yes, I'm in. I'm all in, Jerry. If I'm still working from home and the Raptors, the New Jersey Raptors, they've moved from Toronto to New Jersey well, this moving. for this season. This season, yes. Will they be called the, the New Jersey no, Raptors? I think That'd be, be cool. The Toronto Raptors. Well, we deserve a basketball team since Brooklyn stole our beloved we Nets. We have the Nets. We're good. And we got Durant, who's gotten paid a lot of money, if you haven't heard, to not oh, play yeah. last year. Mm-hmm. He's going to be there. Kyrie. And plus, they got 17 head coaches. Okay, it's that's gonna good. It's going to be a ball fest All right. with the Nets. <laughs> ball fest. A ball, and plus, you've got Rutgers. Just saying. All right. We have a team. And Seton Hall. We got teams. We got teams over here in New Jersey. I just don't think you go to those games, though. That kind of <laughs> stinks. Yeah. Speaking of uh, New Jersey, Jerry, uh, the New Jersey Jets who play at the Meadowlands, uh, they are optimistic that Sam Darnold will be under center come uh, Monday night football against the Patriots, even though he hasn't practiced and he's got a bum shoulder. Never thought he wasn't going to play. Really? Really. Hmm. He's got to get out there. We need Hmm. to make a decision on what we're doing with Sam Darnold. He's got Hmm. eight games left. All right. Eight games. Eight games. If he shows you something here in the next eight games, like all of a sudden things click, boy, you realize how valuable that number one pick is if that's what they end up with. Like if Sam Darnold looks the part over the next eight games and the Jets win a couple of games for poops and giggles, then they'll still have probably have the number one seed, uh, the number one overall pick. Yeah. Now you've got the decision to make Trevor Lawrence, Sam Darnold, or do you trade that number one pick for a haul? I'm telling you, it's intriguing, but he's got to prove it because right now he's not doing that. Now, the team stinks, and I don't understand why we don't take that into to account enough. He's got, like for Let me ask you this. If Sam Darnold was the quarterback of the Packers and had Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones, hmm. is Sam Darnold the same-looking quarterback that we've seen with the Jets this year? No, but I will tell you, watching Aaron Rodgers last night, that dude could get he's, – he's very smooth at stepping no up in the pocket and then rolling out and then no heaving doubt. balls. I completely agree with so you. I don't know. I'm just saying, does Sam Darnold look different yes. if he's got – you know, if Sam Darnold is the quarterback in Tampa mm. with mm-hmm. Godwin, now Antonio Brown, with Gronkowski, with the running backs they have. Right. Does he look the same? I don't – I think he looks better. All no. right. Uh, yes, I'm going to go. Just give me, uh, if I'm checking a box, Jerry, yes. Check your box. Check your box and take care of your chickens. All right, you take care of your chickens. Check your box during the break. On the other side, we'll come back with more on something that Al has prepared for you. It is going to be spectacular, so don't go anywhere. But this portion of the warm-up show is sponsored by Burlington Stores. Burlington Deals are here to help you make it the most comfortable time of the year. Shop amazing prices on blankets, sweaters, hats, gloves, and more. Save up to 60% off other retailers' prices every single day. Burlington, love the deals and love Al when we come back on the other side on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Al and Jerry, social distancing before it was cool. Hey, you know, there was something that I forgot to bring up to you. I guess it was probably a week week or so ago. And this Al Dukes goes back to something that we discussed in the summer, I think, 
Do you remember the um, the documentary on Netflix from, about David Foster and Catherine McPhee? Really about yes, Foster. Yes, uh, music producer David Foster. Did you see, I guess, last week People Magazine revealed, well, she revealed to People Magazine, so she's pregnant. Oh. She's 36, he's 70. Nice. Bing, bang, boom, you're pregnant. Oh, I don't know how bing, bang, boom it was, but yeah, how about that? I could not, I couldn't imagine at 46 having another child. I mean, I could, but it's different. At 70. Yeah, what about 70, Jerry? Yeah, and that is just, and I know he's got a lot of energy and he looks good and, you know, he's. And cash. He's a young, yes, I wasn't going there, but he's a young 70 if that's, you know, possible. But man, oh man, I, you know. Insert, right, into there. Bing, bang, boom, you're you're pregnant. pregnant. Right. If you were wondering how that happened at 70. How about that? And she's, how old you said, 36? She's 36. You can't get a 70-year-old woman pregnant. Nope. Good point, Jerry. But a man, (laughs) a 70-year-old man can still get it done. Why is that? Why do you think human nature decided that a man's sperm would still work at the age of 70? Eddie's putting his headsets on. You go, why is that, Eddie? I'm trying to think of of an evolutionary reason why that is the case. And I guess it's just to... Help maybe maybe the nature of the of the actual birth and what it could do to a, a woman's body at seventy. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot it's harder a than huge the, than the man's role, which just the, is pleasure, which the yeah. man's doing until he dies anyway. Correct. Yeah, but so. they should. Nature should have made it at like at about fifty. It just the 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 sperm don't work anymore. Like they're still there, but they're not effective. Well, the desire and the ability is sometimes lessened. Although, right. if you can make it happen, the sperm is still viable. Right, I'm saying that's a, a fault. By you, want, you want to turn it off like a faucet. <laughs> it should just, no, like nature just it should just, just like how you start losing your hair in nature. Well, I do think the, was it motility? Is that the word? Yes. I think that does decrease. For sure. But it's, it's still movement. possible. Yeah. But what are we right now, about? someone was just impregnated. Right. That, right. that is very true. That is yeah. very true. Because somewhere in the world, like, think, like somewhere in LA right now, it's 2.41 in the morning. Yeah. Someone's getting busy right now in LA. Holy crap. Wow, I am pregnant. Right. You got pregnant that time. And if it? you're in Alaska, it's 11.42. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on there right now. Plus, it's freezing cold. What else are they doing out there? I think of that sometimes when I walk by apartment buildings or condos. So do buildings. I. Like, like, what's going on in each? Especially if someone. If someone has a light on at like four a.m., like what yeah. are they doing? Would you love the X-ray vision just like once to look yes. through the walls, just look to through see? Walls. But again, that comes back to my reality show: throw a dart. Well, it's throw the same. Dart. That's the same concept. You want to look inside someone's apartment building at I three a.m. just to see what's going on when the lights are on. Yeah, they go walk by my house at one thirty a.m. and I'm just eating Cheerios, watching Sports Center <laughs> every day. I see a man with only the TV light on eating Cheerios. Watching Scott Van Pelt. As long as that hand is on your spoon. Mm. Jerry, it appears that uh, Golden Tate is still in, as they say, the doghouse. It would appear that way, yes. He was playing with the practice. Was he with the practice squad? What do they call that? Here's what he was not doing. He was playing with the scout team. For the portion of practice that the media saw, he wasn't on the field with the first team. That's what we know. That's what we know. Doesn't mean he's not going to have a part Sunday, but yesterday... The punishment continues. Yeah, or the discipline. Punishment. punishment. These are men. The discipline continues. Yeah, I got to tell you too. In the doghouse. So I listen to. I don't listen to his full press conference every day because the way we work it, Bob Dwyer will take one team and I'll take the other in terms of cutting up the sound. So today, 
Uh, Bob texted me really early. I'm like, listen, just pick a team and I'll take the other. So he took the Jets. So I went through the Giants and I listened to Patrick Graham, who's very entertaining, by the way. Not a, he's a good football guy. I shouldn't say entertaining. Good football guy to listen to. And then I listened to Joe Judge. I am telling you, between those two and even the way I've seen Jason Garrett run the offense or call the plays, and I think he's done a really good job, this team has a chance to have a good back half of the season. I just feel like they're in good hands. Listening to Joe Judge, you know, as he is, I felt like when he first got here, he was a little abrasive for just first getting here. But as he has really kind of gotten into his role as head coach of the Giants and the things he has dealt with, I got to tell you, I almost can see now how when he went in for the interview that John Mara said, this is our guy. He is just, he's so confident. He is, and it's not in a, like, what was the guy's name? Pat Shermer was almost like, I felt like he was talking down to us. Would you right. agree he with that? He, yeah, he thought he was better than us in the media, Jerry, and I'm in the media. That's how it felt. Joe Judge speaks with a level of respect, but also in a very stern way that I'm telling you, I, I like the guy. I really think the Giants have their coach for the next 10 years. How about that? 10 years? Yeah, 10 years. What's wrong with that? Jason Garrett was the coach in Dallas for 10 or 11 years. Oh. Tom Coughlin was here for how long? I like yeah. to change it up every three years. No, so that's horrible. That, yeah, you know what that, then you know what you are? The Jets. Losers. You're a loser. Yes. If you're changing your coach every three years, get out of the business. Get out. I, th- I really think the Giants find, found a diamond in the rough here. I really, and I know they're one in seven, so yell at me all you want. I think at the end of the day, when all is said and done, and the book is written, that Joe Judge is going to end up being a great head coach in the NFL hmm. for the I Giants. Hope, I hope Judge Joe Judge is hearing this driving around, heading to the Giants. And right now he's like, you know, I was not feeling great about our record. A Jerry Recco, motivational, just motivational speech I'll my tell you ass, what. and I'm ready to go. Coach, 877-337-6666. We would love to have you come aboard right Ooh. now. I like it, Jerry. Let's <laughs> now, you would take that call. I would take uh, Joe Judge, okay. yeah, because if he was listening, driving in, that's cool. That would say something. Then I'd say, Joe, Joe Judge, here's a list of games. Which games do you think are cool this weekend? Yeah, yes, cool or not that. cool. Cool uh, or not First cool one, games. Giants at Washington. Is this a cool game, Coach? <laughs> oh, can I tell? Can I do one more thing? Sure. So we have talked many times about the Eddie, oh, many times. Whether I think the podcast more so than the show, but I mentioned the Eddie Vetter interview with Stern. Oh, yes. So initially I told you I was I didn't care for what I heard, which was the final 15 minutes. I didn't think it was very good. I caught the majority of it now. Okay. In the days since. Absolutely tremendous. He um, is a yes. fascinating person, Eddie Vedder. I did listen to the majority of it as well. I don't like, like, Howard Stern kept trying to make it like he, like Howard Stern's Oprah now. Eddie, when you were growing up and your mother abandoned you, what was <laughs> And Eddie's like, yeah, I'm kind of I'm over it. I wrote songs about it. Yeah, but, but you must have had tremendous hurt in, inside. Like he's trying to make these interviews now super emotional. That's even fine. Even when they might not be emotional. Like someone could have had an experience that, you know, some people have terrible childhoods and it doesn't, they don't carry it with them their entire adult life. But Eddie, I've had such tremendous anger from my, the way my mother treated me. Are you telling me that when you're you found out you were a, that that wasn't your birth father? Yeah, and then you're right. There was like a delay in the um, yes 
uh, on the Zoom. Zoom. Yeah. And then Eddie Vedder talks super slow anyway. He does. And I, I wasn't – to me, it's not about Stern. It was about – I just found him – yeah, he was interesting. I agree. When he was breaking down some of the songs and the lyrics, like that to me, especially as you were telling me about the podcast you listened to about, you know, song lyrics and... Song Exploder. Yeah, like, I don't know, just listening to him. Was it Yellow Leadbetter? Is that the song he was talking yeah. about? It was just, it was really cool. It was so much better than the end. It was, I just, I enjoyed it. So I just wanted to right, well, kind of uh, update you there. Thank you, Jerry. We appreciate the update. And Mr. Howard Stern appreciates the update as well. Well, and, whatever. And Jerry, um, Joe Judge has not called, but we do have a <sighs> caller if he want. It, but what's the screen and table situation? There is no screen and there is no table. They're okay. both, they've both been removed. <laughs> okay. Well, that's that's progress. <laughs> that's progress because right. there is a screen over here for Boomer. Right. So if you and you can pivot that if you're interested or it's up is it to any you. Is it good or it stinks? There's nothing on the screen. Oh, that's uh, unfortunate. Oh, oh. <laughs> yes, that's uh, Wait, there's nothing like not the. Uh, no, it's blank. Oh, okay. So the sc- is it uh, is it blue screen and desk or just the desktop? Uh, it's it's got the call screen or software up, but there's no name, no number, no nothing on oh, it. Oh, again, that's unfortunate. This All morning, right. when you wake up, your screen is blank. What will you make of your day on this Friday, November sixth, <laughs> sixth? Yes, twenty twenty. No. Isn't it weird? Usually, like a year has a feel to it, right? Yeah. Would All you agree with a, that? Yeah. This year, the idea that this year is over in seven weeks, I don't know. It doesn't feel like the end of anything. Well, they also act like uh, the coronavirus goes away in, uh, at the end it, of 2020. It's not going anywhere. We, we like say go, when the ball drops, they go, goodbye, coronavirus. No, well, I don't see that happening. They also told me November 4th it was going to be gone. You know what? Oh. You know, here's what I see, okay? You're telling me it's gone. Here's what I see. If you go up, if you go to a college football webpage, here's what I see. Washington Cal canceled because of virus. Air Force Army postponed because of coronavirus. Uh, Minnesota defensive coordinator out versus Illinois. Positive coronavirus test. North Texas viruses lead to postponement. I mean, it's unbelievable. So, guys, it ain't gone. I did see, too, that. Where did I write this down, Jerry? Because I did write this down. One-third of NFL teams had some sort of coronavirus this week. Yeah, and you know what? Some of them were false positives in a case of, I forget which player on the Niners had a false positive. Matthew Stafford was put on the list, but he's tested negative every time. Oh, that's true. Um, I think it was Chris Jones of the Chiefs, not tested positive, but because he was with someone that was, he was put on the COVID list. So, yes, they're all related to it, as I almost choke. Um even the Raiders have a COVID story because they're going to be they're being fined a fortune. They're going to lose a draft pick. Yeah, what type of draft pick do the Raiders lose for their coronavirus breaking I, of the Rona rules? Top of my head, I don't know. I want to say it was a sixth round pick. Imagine if it was a first round pick. I don't know. It was like first. if you're the Jets and you and one of the Jets breaks Corona rule and then they go, you don't get to get Trevor Lawrence now. You we're taking your pick. No, <laughs> that would be so Jetsian. Uh, was the Raiders? I'd be sixth like, round take, draft pick. Take our picks. Six I'll tell you what, though. Stink anyway. So we're only at week nine. By my count, we got eight weeks left when you yeah. when you put the buy into play. Yep. The Raiders have plenty of time to still screw this up some more. And lose more draft picks. So right now, their fine for the team is up to half a million dollars. And the fine for Gruden up to 150 and a sixth-round draft pick. Week 12, the Raiders screw it up again. What are you finding them and taking away from them? 
Taking away all, I'm going to take away Derek Carr from the team. <laughs> no, you're not Teach them that. a lesson, Jerry. That's the only way they're going to learn. We're not taking away Derek you Carr. <laughs> put the, your masks on on the sidelines, or Derek Carr goes away. <laughs> we'll take Derek Carr and Josh Jacobs. Yeah, and we'll start those, there. <laughs> those two are gone. If you can't get it together and put your masks on, we're taking more. Do you think they would go as high as, let's say, a third or fourth I, round? Pick? I do. I think I if you too. are an a, habitual offender, yeah, I think so. That too. could happen. And they are already two, and this would be a third if it happened weeks down the road. Yeah. All right, let's take uh, our final break of the hour. We got Boomer and Gio coming up on a summer football Friday. You like that? Summer yeah. football Friday. That's pretty good. Uh, in the middle of, well, the early part of November. Uh, so quick break. They're up at the top of the hour. We will finish on the other side. And also right now, we have a Radio.com Sports Minute with Amy Lawrence talking about Notre Dame. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. Packers uh, beat up the Niners pretty good last night on Thursday Night Football, and it's Joe Beningo Day here on The Fan. What else you got, Al? Jerry, I'm seeing that there's going to be a Family Ties reunion. Yeah, I, so I heard this on 1010 Wins coming in, so it's not going to be 1010 as... Wins is doing this? We haven't elected a president yet, and 1010 Wins is covering Family Ties reunions? I they like it. did, because he made the reference that uh, Justine Bates is not part of it. What? Yeah, Lane Pajardi was telling us about uh, every all the cast. McTina Yothers is going to be back. Nick is going to be back. I forget what his name is. And they're all back, except for Justine Bateman. Like, what is she doing that she can't be part of this? I see. I read it. All original cast members are back, but I guess 1010 Wins has it. I don't think so. I, I hope so. Maybe I heard it wrong. I don't think right. I did, though. What is she doing that's so I important? So we'll have to. I would be interested. I'll watch this, but I think it's going to be like a QA. and a I don't think it's like a show. Yeah, they're just like getting together. Right. Which Come is, on. Aren't they raising money for charity or something? Uh, yes, it's for charity. It's for the children, Jerry. When they first started playing the song on Wins, I thought, I don't know why, I thought it was Silver Spoons. Yeah, I don't know this song. Really? No, I do. Yeah. Once you start playing it, I and used I to watch the show all the time. I Me told too. you, we went to a rehearsal of the show at the Universal Studios. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry, Paramount. It was Paramount. That's when Michael J. Fox was at the top of the food chain. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Uh, he had, uh, he was doing uh, Back to the Future. He had Family Ties. I think Michael Gross Michael dropped Gross. an F dropped an F bomb, and I think it was Michael J. Fox that said, "Hey, there's kids here." That was me and my brother. Is that right? Yeah, we were the only ones in the studio. We, we got a personal tour from the security guard. WFAN, oh, WFAN. 25 years of Joe Beningo.